Yo, 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 we are back for another week, Knuckleheads Hour Podcast. This is Dylan. This is Pig. Back again. Every episode so far this uh, football season. Yup. Which Q has yet to make an appearance. We'll we'll keep track of that. I think I was at um, my aunt's house. Um, Condolences to Mason, super listener. We were there mourning the passing of his father. Um, we ended up calling Q, Mason and Q had a chat, so there is a chance that there will be another podcast this week um, with Q, and maybe Mason might be coming on to join us as well, so be on the lookout for that. Hell yeah. The, the return of the Mac. Yeah, doubleheader podcast, doubleheader yeah. tonight in the NFL. I thought, I thought it was suiting. When you messaged me, I was like, do I wait? And I was like, well, if you have a lot of guests on coming up with that next episode if it was me logan q mason and matt i was like we're not going to be able to talk about a whole lot of stuff like we can tonight so i thought it made perfect sense um let's get right into it college football happened this weekend pig you were live on the ground of kennick what what was the atmosphere like yeah i was live there for about the first half and then five minutes of the third quarter but uh it it felt different you know peters looked a little better. I'm not going to give him too much credit. Was he booed at all? Yes, he was still okay, booed. Okay. I needed to keep the boo watch on uh, track. Defense and special teams, once again. There are no question marks there. Cooper DeGene's really come along. He He's amazing out there. Is he a sophomore? Freshman. Oh. And he grew up right down the road. Yeah. Odebole. Odebole. O-A-B-C-I-G. Yep. Yeah, he played QB and like safety for that yep, team. Yep, He just came along nicely. And then the MVP, Tory Taylor, <laughs> putting divots on the half-yard line. I couldn't believe how his his placement is so crazy. He'll definitely, I don't know what the off-season ward is for punters, but I think you can almost bookmark him for, for winning that one. Yeah, unless there's some other guy that we don't know about. I mean, how much attention do punters really get? Yeah. Corey, well, I don't know, because Corey shared a graphic from Fox Sports or whatever, and it had Heisman watch, and it had four pictures, and his was in with the like three quarterbacks or something. I was like, okay, they're they're on drugs if they think he's on the Heisman watch, but the haters gonna say it's Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was more of a troll attempt. Yeah. That's what I told him. Yeah. I was like, I think they're trolling Iowa in a way with that, but I don't know. There's another graphic that I saw. And I think it is true that the only school that is undefeated this year in seven-hour-long games is Iowa. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was... How many delays? There was quite a few. We got in the car and left after after the first one. It took some convincing yeah. for us to go. And then we sat in traffic for 90 minutes. So by the time we were passing the stadium... Keep in mind, we parked two blocks away. Passing the stadium... An hour and a half later, and they were just resuming play for that, like, five... It was one play, I think. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a third or fourth down. We were actually able to have the game on in the car and then on the radio, too. You know, I had it on my phone. Yeah. And we got to uh, 380, and, you know, there was that other delay, and we sat in 380 in traffic forever, it felt like. We were able to stop at McDonald's in Cedar Rapids. <laughs> Go to Quickstar, take a piss, <laughs> drive home, and caught the end of the game 
back at home at 1.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I was more surprised they didn't just decide to cancel it since it was a non-conference game and everything. And it, it's Iowa had, what, like a 17 nothing lead at that point or something when it got delayed? Yeah, and I thought cancellation <coughs> probably was going to happen. And then I was actually kind of rooting for it because then that would have probably got them an extra game either during the bye week or at the end of the year because, I'm sorry, but we're not playing in the Big Ten Championship. So we could have used that weekend, championship weekend, to schedule, yeah. you know, freaking... Whoever, who else, whoever else needs a makeup game. Maybe if the Hawks were sitting at five wins, and you need a another win to get into a bowl game. But I guess that doesn't matter. Yeah, um, Iowa covered the spread. I'm very shocked that I, I was happened. on the losing side of that because I took Nevada <laughs> plus twenty four. It seemed like the easy money, but yeah, I guess they did lose to. And I thought I was probably going to be all right after the delay because I thought. I was like, okay, the delay, did, I I don't know who it benefited more. I felt like it was going to be, benefit Nevada, but it didn't, so. Yeah. Um, Iowa on to Rutgers. On to Rutgers. They're a seven and a half point favorite, believe it or not. But then again, it is Rutgers. I was going to say, I haven't followed Rutgers football at all. I don't even know what the record is. Uh, I'm not sure either, but I'm not going to pick Rutgers to beat Iowa. No, right now. no, I would easily take Iowa. Even Probably even lay the points. I think you know Iowa's defense is always gonna yep. do some magic. They can get yep. you a touchdown or two here and there. Yep, defense travels well is the old saying mm-hmm. in running the ball, which Caleb Johnson kind of came on for the Hawks in that game on Saturday. He he popped off. So is he? The true starter. I, I don't know why I was backfield, uh, I guess, like that. I didn't know if he came off the bench. Oh, approach. Well, Sean Williams didn't play. Okay, yeah. And he had started the first two games. I was going to say, that well. name sounded familiar. The so, name you said, I was like, I don't remember hearing uh, that guy. Nico Regani is back, and you could just tell it was different when Nico was on the field. He's a fan favorite as well. I was going to say, Corey seemed pretty happy about having him back. I think everybody was happy that he was back. Um. Yeah, so Iowa win. That that's the prediction next week. Yep. Score prediction. Do they cover the spread at, at least? Uh, I think so. Okay. I like it. I like it. I love it. Um, Iowa State beat up on Ohio. Um, Decker looked really good really again. Good again. They they could maybe be a little sneaky team in the Big Twelve. I don't think they'll win the conference, but the way that they're playing and everything, I think they could. Be like sneaky yeah. in the middle, right there, Between top tier. Their big three: Hutch, Deckers, and Brock. Yeah, they look good. So they're a two and a half point favorite against Baylor. Believe it or oh, not. Oh, really? Yes. Is that? I need to look just real quick. Is that game at Iowa State or Baylor? I think it is at Iowa State because I don't. That would think make Iowa sense. State yeah, would be, that would make more sense. Yeah. And they're kind of kind of like the Hawks in the sense they usually get that win at home, you know, sneak it out there, so. But yeah, I I wouldn't think that Iowa State would be undefeated at this point in time, just because the whole Iowa deal, good for them, so I don't know. I'm trying to look at just some stuff. 43-10 was the final. This is where Logan and Q would come in with their input. Uh, yeah, 268, three touchdowns by Deckers. Yep, no interceptions. That and yeah, like you said, Hutchinson nine receptions, ninety three yards, and a touchdown himself. They 
took care of business. They had four turnovers in the game. What's the other running back's name? Is it Silas or it is yeah Silas. Silas. He actually outtouched Brock. Yep. But gained <coughs> what Le- less uh, yards? Yeah, he was. But he got the touchdown. He got the touchdown. He got the touchdown Brock sure. was averaging ten yards a pop, which yeah, that, yeah. And so, Silas was averaging five, which isn't bad yeah. still. 5.8, so he was more on the high six. So, I mean, every time you're handing it off and getting six yards, you can't complain about that. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting. I I think I would like Baylor in the points right now. I'm going to have to agree with you. I and Not even on some hater. No. I, I'm, I'm not even notoriously known as an Iowa State hater, so I think that goes without saying. Yeah, I, I just like Baylor, I guess. Yep. Um, we can talk about, well, let me break it down for you on my Saturday. So it's about four o'clock and Dee Dee calls me and she's like, Hey, do you want to go to the casino tonight? And I'm like, you know what? Florida plays USF. That should be an easy W. I don't need to watch that. There's other TVs. I can watch the other primetime games that are on kind of going. So yeah, we go to the casino. The blackjack tables are full, so I have to start playing virtual blackjack. So I'm sitting oh, there. Oh, that sucks. It sucks. I, well, side note from that, I put $20 in. I got up to 140 somehow on the machine. And Did I was walk. I was going to walk, <laughs> dude. I was going to walk. Oh. And I, played, I was playing one last hand. I was at 140, and I had 15 on the hand. Well, it came up, I forget, maybe like eights or something, and they were showing a bus card. I split the eights. I got a three. I double down. I'm at 18. I get another card. It's a two. I'm at 10. I double down. I get a seven. I'm at 17. The dealer gets 21. Yeah. So I went from 140 to 80. And then in my head, I was like, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to win this money. And then I'm going to walk away. And they took me for about 100. So that was a big swing, kind of just like the Florida game. You played it right though on the, you know, on your split and your mm-hmm. double. Down. I mean, there's that's what you're supposed to do. Now chasing that, chasing the it, money yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. I kept yeah. telling myself I'll walk when I'm at like sixty. I'll walk when I'm at like forty, yeah, and yeah. I just couldn't walk because I was like, all the regular tables tables were full, so it's like I'm not gonna play slots. So. What was that, Emmitsburg or Jefferson? Jefferson. They only had, I mean, I guess I could have played $10. With, it's not a big deal. I just always like playing five. And they yeah. only had one $5 table open, and it was completely packed the whole time I was there. Oh, like, there was no chance to even get on that thing. People love blackjack for a nickel. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, back to the Florida game. It was kind of going like my blackjack game was going. Uh we did not do well. We made USF look like an SEC team, almost. <laughs> we walked out with the win 24-21, thanks to USF not making a field goal to send it into overtime. Yeah. caught that in the car, too. It was, or not even 24-21, my bad, 31-28. Um, AR-15 did not look that great. It's bad. He has more tackles on the season than he does touchdown passes. That's not a real stat, is it? That's he has no stat. touchdown passes. Oh, my God. He has three tackles. He has uh, no touchdown passes? No touchdown passes. Didn't we watch it? Oh, no, that was a two-point conversion. Then yep. he like did the yep. spin and, yeah. Two-point. Okay, that makes, I was like, God, I feel like 
So, yeah, he threw for 112 yards and two costly INTs. It, he came out today in the presser, and Florida's quarterback depth chart isn't that great behind him. Like, if he went down, we're looking even worse than what we are at the moment. So what he said in the presser was that's kind of limiting him thinking about running, which I think impacts his game a lot because he's dangerous because he can run. And if you're not trying to do that at all and just trying to be like Peyton Manning back in the pocket, it's not working out, obviously, but he doesn't want to get injured. I don't know. I I would like to just see him run. Like if it fucking happens, it fucking happens, but at least let's go down swinging with it. Um, and the other thing about it is, so he threw the ball 18 times, but I don't know why we didn't run the ball more. Our leading running back, Montrell Johnson, had six attempts for 103 yards and one touchdown. What about ETN? Was ETN, the freshman, he had eight attempts for 56 okay. yards and one touchdown. So, And then our third back... Naquan Wright had six attempts for 37 yards, one touchdown. So between the three runners, one averaged 17 yards a pop, one averaged seven, and one averaged six. So why are we not? Sounds like they should have just been handed it off. You're averaging, yeah, you're averaging a first down every two runs at this point in time. Yeah. Like, And I didn't watch the game, so. I, I didn't either. I was looking at it through the game track, but... The thing that scares me is how bad we got gashed in the run game. That's what kept USF in it. They only passed for 116. Their quarterback passed for 116 and threw two INTs. But their running back ran for 150 and their quarterback ran for 102 on us. And that's what scares me is that USF was running, able to run at will on us. Um, so, yeah, it, it was one of those games where you win it. But you're just like, that's a loss. Like, I don't feel good about that at all. Yep. Like That's how I felt walking out of that South Dakota State game. Yeah. But probably way worse, actually. So Yeah. But yeah, you understand. So, Florida has Tennessee this week. That'll be interesting. 11 points, right? 11 They're points. getting 11. I take the 11. I, I think I would. I too. think that's too much in a rivalry game. Yeah. Where's it at? Tennessee, though. Yeah, Tennessee. Rocky Top. I've seen... I've rarely seen Tennessee beat Florida in my lifetime. Oh, God. I, you went down this road with Kentucky. I though. know. <laughs> Kentucky's worse, though. Well, no. Kentucky's not as bad because they beat all the streaks beforehand. I, I just always lean on. I've only seen them beat us three times in my life. But, yeah, Tennessee's about the same. I think I've only seen Tennessee beat Florida about... Four or five times, maybe, in my life. But they're ranked like 11th right now, so... They're kind of the real deal. Florida dropped from 18 to 20, right? Yep, yeah, as they should. But yeah, as of right now, I... Yeah. <laughs> Probably lucky they only dropped two. I mean, could have been three, four, five. Oh, man. I thought maybe they could have even been bounced out of the whole... Top 25 after that. They let USF drop 28 points on them. And USF is a very bad team. I don't want to not stress that enough. Like, BYU hung 51 on USF and held them to like 13 points. And we beat them by three. So. Right on. Yeah, as depressing as that is, 
it'll be a new week. Maybe maybe it's just been a Utah hangover that's just not went away. And maybe this is the week where it finally just shakes off and everything starts to click. I don't know. Kind of believe it when I see it, though, mode at this point in time. 10-2. and two, Very, very unlikely. Hot take again. Bold prediction for me uh, to begin the year with Florida going that well. Um, OU Nebraska. That was <sighs> a routing. But what else? I mean, you expect at this point, and I love to see it. I... <laughs> The old Big 12 rivalry there. Yeah, I thought about betting on the game, but I was going to take Nebraska at first because I was like, they have an interim head coach. You know, kind of that whole deal where the coach gets fired, so then the team kind of sometimes usually rallies around and they play a little bit up that next game. Thought that might happen. Glad I stayed away from the game because that obviously did not happen. Um... Yeah, they they showed no mercy on him. I I stopped paying attention at one point because I was just like, this isn't even close. 49-14 final. I think at one point it was, yeah, I'm trying to look here. Yeah, it was 49-7 at one point. So Not much analysis needed there. Yeah. Nebraska's back. Urban Meyer. Yeah. Urban Meyer. That I was thinking the side note is I guess they're trying to flirt with that idea. Go for it. I love I love it. Cause that dude is kind of a dipshit now. <laughs> Would you though? I mean, from a like pure coaching standpoint, no. Obviously, I think that somewhere deep down there is a great coach, but he's just got a lot of things going y- yeah, on. Yeah, this is what I'll say though. NFL didn't pan out for him, but he's proven he is a yeah. top-tier college coach. Yeah. And I don't think he'll take the Nebraska job. I think there is a 0.2% chance that he does. But let's say that 0.2% chance somehow happens. Urban Meyer at Nebraska, with how much they love football and L coming to be a thing... That could be kind of scary. He might be able to... He's been able to recruit everywhere he goes. Nebraska would be his toughest challenge. But if you get that rabid fan base throwing some money around and you got Urban Meyer as your head coach, that could be scary. I'd like to see him get Sue. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. that floating around there. Oh, man. I got a kick out of that. <clears throat> uh, Ugga proves to still be... Probably the top team. I think they just yeah. Look. They've been just outscoring everybody. Yeah, that doesn't deserve doesn't need a whole lot of analysis. They just cake walked all over them. South Carolina. They did get the uh, consolation touchdown at the end. Yeah, they scored on Georgia's defense. Is that the first touchdown scored on Georgia's mm. defense this year, or did Oregon score? I can't remember. I. Don't think it was the first because I think they said that Georgia's held so far teams to like ten or thirteen points. So I think they've let up at least one touchdown. Gotcha. Before that, um, Penn State, Auburn, Penn State just took Auburn to the woodshed too. There was a lot of blowouts kind of in yeah. these bigger matchups. The one time I did root for Penn State just because Big Ten versus SEC wanted them to get the job done there, and they did. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Auburn's head coach is probably going to get fired after this year. His seat was already hot coming into the year. So I think that pretty much put the nail in the coffin how 
poor. They looked that game. Speaking of another poor game that I wanted to bet on, glad I stayed away from it. Oregon BYU. Oregon just stomped BYU right in the mouth on that one. Yep. There was some bigotry going on there, some religious bigotry at the student section. What were they doing? Uh, they had some choice chance for uh, BYU, a school from Utah, as your yes, Florida the Gators. Mormons. Yes, yes. So you guys can look that up. I won't <laughs> things they were saying, but a lot of schools have come out and said, you know, obviously they don't support that. Yeah, yeah. we don't either, but. Just thought I'd throw it out. Yeah, there. this podcast does not support that. Religious at all. bigotry. Yeah, not at all. Um, Washington, Michigan State actually turned out to be a pretty cool game to watch. Yep. At first, it looked like Washington was just going to cakewalk away with it. Then Michigan State kind of started inching in back into the picture on that. Um, Michael Penix had himself a fucking game. The former Indiana quarterback. Yep. I've seen him play in person, and I was not impressed. So Yeah, he did very poorly against Iowa. That he did game. do really bad against Iowa. He had a lot of hype coming in. That was also the too. first game back from COVID, though, at Kennick, and it was it was loud there. It was one of the loudest games I've been to. Season opener, I was Iowa was ranked 18, Indiana was ranked 17, but Penix didn't look good in that game. He looked much better against... Uh, Washington, yeah. yeah, Michigan State, Michigan State, yeah, yeah. playing for Washington, yes. yeah, yes. So that was, I had, I did bet on that game. I had a hell of a weekend betting. I I did not college wise. I did much better yesterday on Sunday. So for the listeners out there, as you know, last year, if you were following my picks, you probably weren't doing so hot. And maybe it's because I haven't been sharing my picks on the podcast that my luck has changed as of recently, but. As of last Thursday's night football game, I am nine and zero currently on my bets, and I'm I'm trying to get to ten and zero with the Vikings plus three tonight as the game's going on right now. So I I did have uh, Washington to cover the spread in that game. Was very happy with that. Tamu bounces back after getting upset by App State and beats Miami. I was on the wrong side of this one. I thought. Miami would at least keep it within the. I to tell you, I didn't trust those. That that's when I when I said I have Tamu and you sent back I have Miami, uh, bro, and I go I don't trust those. Fuckers. It just felt like it was gonna be like okay, Miami's gonna win this game, then everybody's gonna go oh the U is back. The U's oh and the now, U's always yeah, back. Okay, yeah, it it did not end up that way. So I, yep, I had Tamu in that. That was awesome. Um, yeah, the the more surprising thing about that game though was that Miami didn't get any, even into the end zone. Like, yeah, it was was it three field goals? Yep, three field goals. Yeah. Seventeen nine, I believe, was the final. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the prettiest game to watch, but yeah. at least it wasn't a blowout like the rest of the week. It seemed to be. That's about it for interesting games that happened. I mean, yeah. I, Troy or oh, uh, Abstate Troy, yeah, Abstate yeah. Troy. That hail mary at the end, that was pretty nuts. The way it got tipped and he caught it and swerved around, like I mean, the defender played it correctly. You're, you're yeah. taught to just bat it, it down, yeah, swat it to the ground, but he swatted it right into the hands of the Abstate receiver. So and that was it's crazy because I saw looking back on those games, those that I think it might be a little bit of a rivalry or something with those two, or they just normally were supposed to always play each other close. But the last like four years, App State has just blown them out. 
maybe it was a down game because App State just came off that huge upset. But yeah, that was. I love me some uh, Hail Mary action at the end of a game. Now, I think, let me get something pulled up here. I'm gonna kick it off into the NFL part. And so, kicking off week two for the NFL this season. Chiefs Chargers. This was a good game, actually. Would have been a lot better if uh, Herbert didn't throw that pick at the goal line. I he think w- that's on the receiver, though. That was on the tight end, Everett. Yeah, well... <laughs> he tried to get off the field. I was about to right? say, I almost kind of want to blame either Herbert or the play call. Because yeah. Everett, on that play before, ran like 30 or 40 yards. Had caught like the previous... like yeah. He had caught like three catches in a row... He dude was tapping his head yeah, like, yo, get me out. Dude and they some went, oxygen, like, big, yeah. big time. And he wanted out of the game. He clearly was just completely gassed, and they went past pace. And then Herbert tries to throw to him. And it's funny watching the video. Like, ever didn't give a fuck at all about that pick. He was more worried about his mouthpiece. Like, he went to go pick up his mouthpiece that fell out. Well, he knew he wasn't running him down. Like, no. All oh, that. God, no. And it was probably the worst, like, stick route that I've ever seen ran. It was like... Herbert had a chance, and he's... I mean, obviously, he's a quarterback. He's trying to arm tackle, so that's whatever, besides the point. But, yeah, that Everett wasn't chasing that dude down. I want to give props to Herbert, though, on that last final drive. First of all, for giving me the backdoor cover. <laughs> But that third and one where he could have scrambled, but he decides to chuck the ball away or, you know, and it looks like his whole like side of his body is basically limp. Like he's had a fucking seizure out there. Well, his ribs freaking broke, but it's bruised. It was messed up. And then the next play, though, is when he drops a laser dime right over like the middle for like 30, 40 yards to put him first in goal. And it was just crazy how it was. It went from one like extreme to the next of just being able to make that throw, and then he dots the fourth and goal touchdown pass. So that that was a great way to kick off the week for for watching um, Steelers Pats. This was a, a kind of a boring game. It was. Mac looked a lot better though. They call it like a logo game, you know, the two appeasing logos, but it just didn't really live up to... Yeah, two-storied teams. I mean... I like the Pats going into it. Yeah, just... I had the Pats minus two. I was trying to tell some people get in on that, and I don't yeah. know how many did. Because, I mean, the Steelers, as it shows, like, they were checked down Charlie's with Big Ben. They're They're the same thing with Mitch Trubisky on offense, like... It's not appeasing to watch, really. That Aguilar touchdown right before halftime was pretty nasty. He just went up and got it. Yeah. Took it from the defender there. Nice little back bounce-back game from Mac there after the performance in Miami. So that kind of has to give you a little bit of yeah. hope. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think the Pats are good enough for a wild card spot? Oh, I definitely think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean the AFC is tough though. I, I would I would trust Bill, I guess though. If you're telling me I have Bill Belichick as my coach, I mean I like my odds to make a little run. On to uh, the Ravens. Uh, uh, the Pat the Pats are. I don't know how much I like that. 
matchup exactly. It is at Gillette though, so makes me feel a little better. I'd like to believe that Andrews isn't going to be a factor, but even even now, they've got some other guys. Bateman's coming Bateman, along. Yeah. Duvernay, yeah. he's been good. So we'll see what happens with that. Always got to respect the legs of Lamar, who yeah. he passed Michael Vick as a quarterback for rushing 100 yards and like throwing for 100, or no, just 100 yard scramble games. I think this was like his seventh, and Vick had six in his career. Vick was a little before his time. Yeah. You take Michael Vick and put him in the NFL oh, now, probably man. Michael, oh my God, the game is so catered now for his play oh, style. Like, he, God. yeah. I don't think we the need to what go if there. scenario. Yeah, exactly. The differences in eras, you know. The G men are two and O. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, they are two and O. Yep, and Saquon. <laughs> the revenge didn't, tour didn't have a great game no. either. It didn't really flow through. He had a serviceable game. He still had almost a quiet like eighty yards, like rushing, and then chipped in, you know, a few receptions. So. Yeah, I mean, quiet in terms of Saquon because he's so explosive. You know, he always has the big plays. It seems like they're Dable's got him looking serviceable as of right now. I know it's week two, so it's not. Let's be over dramatic here with them, but I mean, it's a better looking team than what it was under Joe Judge. That's for sure. I think Matt Rule is definitely on the hot seat. I think he might be getting canned from Carolina. Yeah. Uh, the Baker experience is off to a poor start. As I think most of us probably thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think we expect a whole lot. Uh, with CMC being back this year, though, and they their offense isn't that bad when I think about the weapons that they could have. You know, DJ Moore's pretty serviceable. CMC. Yeah, they have the players to do. Well, but Baker, you never know what you're getting out of Baker, though. Yeah, I, you know, it just goes back to last season almost. You remember all that stuff OBJ was saying? Like, yeah, you know, how much of that is... Speaking of that, dude, he's like on a free agency tour. He was at the Saints game this week and like yeah. at the Rams game the first week. And OBJ will play for a contender at some point this year. Somebody who's got a chance at the Super Bowl... Come to Green Bay. Maybe, I, maybe the Packers, yes. I'm waiting for him to take his visit to us. I feel like he's on a college-like visit and he's narrowing his top five before he makes his decision and, you know, pulls out the hat. And the, I'm, I'm trying to think of another contender that um, might need him, but I'm drawing a blank with the Rams. I mean, re-signing with the Rams, could go to maybe. The, he could go maybe to the Bills. Yeah. They don't necessarily need him, but I'm sure they probably... I don't think they would turn it down, though, if they're going, hey, we could have Diggs, OBJ, um, Gabriel Davis is a pretty good Depends. receiver for He's him. probably looking for a little bit longer of a contract, though, now, right? Because didn't he sign last year just the little... The one year. Yeah, $10 million, something like that. So he's probably looking for something a little more long-term this yeah. time around. Maybe. As we're watching the game, would it be far-fetched the Vikings? Maybe. Who knows, though, because now that you got the ring... You know what? Yeah. Now he maybe just wants the bag. So maybe he'll go you know, oh, play for somebody yeah. who's, you know, god-awful. And he's like, okay, I'm getting paid a lot. I'm already he goes a champion. the Colts. Yeah, he's like, I'm already a champion, yeah. you know. So now I just want money. One of the crazier games this week, the Jets-Browns. Oh, 
Yeah. I mean, Flacco looks like the Flacco of, you know, 2012. He, Big Ben was credited for always being like a brown killer, but Flacco, I saw a stat. He's, Flacco's like 16-3 and three yeah. in his career, so. Going back against the, the North like that. Yeah, he, he doesn't lose to the Browns rarely, but in a way the Browns handed this. Nick Chubb was like, shout out to all my fantasy owners. I'm not going to go down. Let me juke into the end zone here. They missed the extra point, go up 13 with like a minute 20 left. So you're thinking, oh, they're up 13, the game's still over. Guess again, Corey Davis burns the coverage, touchdown, crazy onside kick, recovery. Garrett Wilson, touchdown, Flacco beats the Browns. If Chubb goes down, the game's over. They had, the Jets had no timeouts. Yep. If they make the extra point, the game's in overtime. You can do the what-if thing, but Chubb not going down, you could say, probably costed him. But I'm sure the fantasy owners were like, hell yeah, because that was his third touchdown for the game. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you don't know either, but I think Nick Chubb had a play last year where he knew he had the touchdown. And he did get down. He and he knew he's like, okay, well, if I don't score, you know. Yeah, it, I was about to say it, some scenario happened along the. Well, I think it was him. Yeah, he tried to get down, and they threw him into the end zone type deal. The speaking of getting into the end zone, the Colts did not get into the end zone. No, God, no. They haven't won in Jacksonville since two thousand fourteen. That's crazy. And it was Jacksonville who kept them out of the postseason last year. We, yeah. You know, we, what was it? Week it was 18, like, yeah. technically, the last week. Yeah. yeah. So I did not see that coming. That, Matt Ryan's not it for the Colts. I, He's not even Carson Wentz for the Colts. No, game. I think they'd almost rather have Wentz at this point. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence had a serviceable game there. Uh, Robinson did pretty well. Shout out to that. ETN kind of shaky at this point, but he's coming back from an ACL tear. So Christian Kirk did amazing. Yeah, he. I think he was probably their saving grace yeah. in free agency this year. And I really didn't know what to expect with that because he kind of was always overshadowed in Arizona. He, he had. Flashes here and there, but he was never like the guy, so it was like, eh. But uh, Ravens Dolphins. This was probably the game of the week in terms of, I don't know, Tua looked like Patrick Mahomes out there, and I couldn't believe it. You know, the moment I knew the Ravens were screwed, it was early on in the game. Do you know what that moment was? Uh uh-uh. uh. Duvernay housed the opening kick. Which is oh, usually kiss of death yeah. like, to teams. Now, I mean, a lot of stuff happened after that, but you know, I was like, hmm, just thinking back on times that that's happened. I think in that first half, just the first half alone, Lamar Jackson had like three hundred and some yards, three touchdowns. Like they were yeah. just at will doing whatever they wanted. Yep, and then Tua had 400 yards, six touchdowns. That's crazy. Tyreek Hill looked like he never missed a beat. Jalen Waddle went off, had himself a day, yep. caught the 
winning touch, like the go-ahead touchdown right there at the end. Even Mike Gusecki, he got involved. I. It kind of makes me alarmed for the Ravens because they're normally the team, when you think about them, you're like, they have that stout defense, and for them to go up 28-3 at halftime and just blow it all away like that. So, we're, we're in agreement that the Ravens lost this game, that the Dolphins did not yeah, win this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I think that's how it always. I think that's how it always should be looked at if you're up twenty eight three. Yeah. And I think they were up thirty five fourteen or something in the fourth quarter. So when you're up that much, still in the fourth, and you're supposed to be the defensive team that you are, and you can't close the door on the Dolphins. What credit to the Dolphins and Mike Daniels? He's got he's got the perfect weapons with Tua being able to make the throws that he is now because. It's basically he has two track stars with Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So he can be like, run a go route, and then send one down kind of like the middle on like a drag. And he'll go on a go route. It's going to take two to three people kind of attention away. And then you got Waddle burning right Who are you going to double? Middle. You can't. I mean, and like you just said, they're going to scheme one of those guys open on any given play. Yeah. And they're both just so quick that it's just like you can't stop it because if you let Tyreek Hill go one-on-one on a go route, he's burning that co- yeah. corner nine out of ten times and on you. So Tyreek has his own podcast. I'm sure some of you guys know that. And he had Jalen Waddle on last week. And Waddle says he's faster than Tyreek, than Tyreek Hill. Hill. So... I and it was funny because Tyreek didn't really like shut him down on it at all. Like he, he would know, yeah. yeah. So so that's crazy to think that maybe Jalen Waddle is faster than ha- the cheetah. They would have the two fastest receivers, and yeah, that that's damn near almost unstoppable. You could almost send him on go routes the whole. That's like some Madden stuff, just four verts every time. Oh god! Like fuck it, I know one of them's open down there. Yeah, Tua was putting up Madden type numbers, which. I mean, I'll give him his roses on this one because I really didn't think he was going to be the guy for for this team. There's been a lot of Tua hate, and I didn't, I don't, I didn't know what to think of him. I, I thought it would always be an iffy thing. I thought probably Herbert was the better pick out of it, but yeah, he's come a long way with that. Uh, Buck Saints, that was some drama. That's Tom Brady. What do you want Mike Evans to do? What do you want him to do? He's <laughs> got mean, a ride. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, he got a one-game suspension from that. Uh, shout out to Jameis for throwing the three interceptions Dude, and just handing the looked game like away. Looked like the Jameis basically. old. Did yeah, the LASIK surgery got reversed. I guess, because that is not guaranteed. And, you know, it... It showed. Yeah. The, so the Bucks went marching in, and yeah, Tom Brady, first win against the Saints since jo- joining Tampa Bay. So that and was big. You almost knew after that little scrap happened, in my own mind, I was like, God, Tom's not losing this game now. Like, there's no way the Bucks lose this game after that. No. Like, he's fired up. Mike Evans suspended. Yeah. I think Lattimore might have got one game, too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Quite and for sure. They've got a history because this happened no. like five, 2017. I yeah. want to say they got into it. It happened, I think, last year too. I think it's like a yearly yeah. tradition they between the two of them. Don't just, like each other. Yeah, they come in, I think, knowing like we're about to throw hands. Yeah. <coughs> um, Dan Campbell, 
Lions looking kind of. You, have you been watching Hard Knocks at all? No, but he's a very passionate man. I, I do like that. him. I really do like him as a coach. He uh, he's a player's coach. He played the game. He understands. You know. Yeah. He's he's you know in my opinion a good guy. Like he's a good guy for that job in Detroit specifically. Yeah. I've heard on Hard Knocks he cried, maybe cried a lot. I He's very emotional, very but emotional. He, that goes back even before the Hard Knocks. If you you know saw him in the interviews last year, like yeah. you know, I mean, he's a passionate guy. It, he's got the players playing for him because I yeah. mean I think they've put up ding near close to thirty points both games so far this season. So that's unlike Detroit the and past few years. He's got guys on his coaching staff like Deuce Staley and Mark Brunel who have also yeah, played the game, yeah. you know, at high levels. So and he's an all around football guy, wants to be around football guys. Yeah, and you know, that boy Amon Ra sitting on my fantasy bench had himself a day. You Hopefully should, that you should start him. Yeah, I think I, he's on auto start now. I'm I don't know. I just I drafted him in the sixth round, so it was like okay. I'm putting my other five guys in, you know, two running yep. backs, two wide receivers, and a flex that I took before him. But now I think he's auto start. He had almost 200 all-purpose yards, two rushes for 68, and then he had nine receptions for 100, you know, yeah. 50. And two touchdowns. Like I picked him up from the waiver wire last year, and yeah. he did nothing but go straight off yep. the rest of that time. Yep. So. And I, he will be on auto start for me. That that kid had himself a day. He's he's making a name for himself in the league. Goff looked good. Swift looked yeah. good. The Lions, man, they. I mean, they're they, not looking like a bad team at the moment. No. Maybe at some point they revert back to the old Lions, but as of right now, they're looking like the new Lions. Yeah, I think their defense is the, the one question mark yeah. that's probably going to hold them back. Because if you look back last week against Philly, I think they gave up 38. Yeah. And this they, week they still gave up... 27. Yeah. To, to wins. Yeah. So. 49ers take care of the Seahawks. Lance breaks his ankle. Looks Enter like he's done. Jimmy G is back. Back again. It's like... It's like the Niners were about to marry Lance, and at the last moment, now they have to go back to the X because something happened. Like the, their Lance is now technically on life support or something in this scenario, and they're like, "Dang, now let me go back to the X." You know, she she got me some wins. She she's always been loyal. She's been there. Doesn't look the prettiest at times, but gets the job done. I Garoppolo. I, I don't know. Does he? I get. So I'm Niners, trying to think of the words to say it for I, him. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're getting at, but it's you know, yes, they probably make the playoffs. Like yeah, this, that you this, know, they're well coached. They play good defense. They run the football. Garoppolo doesn't have to do a whole lot. He just has to not turn the ball over. That is his biggest thing. Yeah. So. We'll see how that goes. It'll probably be the last year, I think, for him in San Fran. Um, Rams almost find a way to choke to the Falcons, which must be new for the Falcons since they're usually the yeah. ones choking it away. I mean, the pump block at the end, a lot of stuff. Weird probably, stuff. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't think they necessarily were going to choke it away. Just some bad luck had happened. Got the pump block. That yeah. got housed. Then, I mean, the last... Two points they gave up. They were just trying to burn time. They took the safety on purpose, just trying to yeah. milk the clock a little bit. I saw that they 
let Cam Akers get a little bit more yep. involved in the offense. Allen Robinson a little yep. more involved. I was going to say. A little less cup, but still a lot of cup, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. God, that guy's Perfect good. sense. He's, he's so good. Uh, probably the... This was wild. Sorry, Q. The Raiders. Ooh, this was this was bad. They're gonna Raider. Cardinals twenty nine. Raiders twenty three. They were up. I what? I almost need to see what they were 23 up at halftime. Twenty three seven. I think twenty three seven. Right. Well, the, they were yep twenty three seven in the, after the third quarter. So that. Kyler Murray run was crazy where yeah. for the two points I think where he had to run eighty some yards to get <laughs> two yards or three yards to convert that. Um I I know Q was very upset at the end. He he didn't want to hear any of our bullshit coming his way. Well, Adams was non existent that game. I mean. Renfro, a guy who's kind of prided himself on being clutch, you know, coughs it up and it gets yeah. house and they lose on that play. It's like, what is happening? That was wild. But yeah, Adams, two receptions for 12 yards and a touchdown. Yikes. His family was in attendance for that game, too. Did not did not show out with that. It. I don't know. At this point, you're just like, the Raiders are going to Raider. <laughs> Yeah, and we all know the teams that start 0-2 in the NFL. Usually not a good sign for your no. playoff chances. I can't remember the exact number, but... They don't turn it around very often. Yeah. It, not not good. And McDaniels was kind of always sketchy from his time with the Broncos. You saw what yep. that experiment went like. So it, it's almost like history coming back, repeating itself with that. I'll be welcoming McDaniel's back with open arms. Yeah. <laughs> to run the offense next in, or in a few seasons, few years, too. yeah. Uh, Broncos Texans. Broncos uh, do not look like a very good serviceable team. No, and that's the game last week we did the pot on Sunday. The Broncos would have played Monday night. Yep. So we didn't get a touch on that. They lost to Seattle. Yeah. Russ is out there using the same hand signals that he used when he was in, in Seattle, Seattle. And Lockett's over there on the bench telling the defense, hey, this is what's going on. Like, yeah. You know, emotional game for Russ. But come on. Like, that place was rocking. Seattle was rocking for that game. Also didn't help the back-to-back fumbles on the goal line. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, not from once, both, not from, but from, twice from both running backs. Yeah, but then moving on to this week. Yeah, this week. I mean, they get the win, but it's just ugly. like uh, winning ugly against the, uh, uh, the Texans. Aren't a good Judy, team. Judy's shoulder is hurt. Yep, saw that. Sun had a pretty good game. Yep, but I think he was just basically the only yeah thing going for him. There's the tight end Sauber. He has been a familiar target for Russ here early on. Russ really liked his tight ends in Seattle, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cowboys, Cooper Rush. Wow. Super Bowl hangover is real for the Bengals, I think. Yep. You had money on the bank. Well, parlay action. Tied up Bengals. in a parlay. Yeah, that uh, that one wasn't worth a whole lot to me. I did a lot better on my other bets. Actually, that's the only thing I lost yesterday was that after going... I think 0-5 on Saturday for college, so... 
it, the Bengals went out, spent money in free agency for some line, and it just isn't there. I think no. Burrow still got sacked like six times. He's yesterday. the first quarterback through two games to get sacked. I think six times in both games, at least six times in both games. Oh my something, god, something like that. So send help for that. I, I'm sure they'll probably be all right in yeah. the end, but I, I couldn't believe that Maher clutched the field goal. I was looked, thinking this is a classic Dallas moment right here. He almost it. missed it. It barely hooked in from the first. Yeah, the first like angle. I thought he missed it. I did too. First. And the refs are going. You know, it's good. And I'm thinking, are we going to look at that? Because I don't know if it was good. Like, yeah, it was very Dallas like. Shout out to Cooper for. Going in and getting a win. Yeah. Shout out to Cooper's dad. Always there. You know, that's his boy. <laughs> You're my boy, Coop. You're my boy. Uh, speaking of sons, Aaron Rodgers took care of his sons, the Bears. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. I Tucked think, him in. I think Aaron Jones took care of them Bears. That, yeah. I think Rodgers, I think he had a quiet... Like 200-some yards. Yeah, 234, yep. two touchdowns. Who led the receivers? Was it Sammy Watkins? Yeah, Sammy yeah. Watkins, three receptions, 93 yards. Yep. Lazard only had two receptions. Got the touchdown, though. He did yep. right there in the end zone at the goal line. And Aaron Jones, of course, like you were saying, Pop. went off for Pop. 132 yards. A Love touchdown. Lovely Aaron Jones. Proud owner of Aaron Jones in fantasy now for about three seasons. Yeah, so. you have... You stole like you always steal him from me. I always want to take him, but I want to take him in like a sneaky spot, and you yep. just always get him before nope. I can get love, my love hands on him. Love me some Aaron Jones. Yeah, he also had thirty-eight yards uh, for receiving and a touchdown on that. Um, so yeah, Roger still owns him. The one thing I wanted to point out: Logan had messaged the group after Lazard caught that touchdown pass. And he's like, I love the Lazard celebration, having him drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I didn't think anything of it. And then I was scrolling Twitter. And then I saw a tweet. And it was talking about Lazard and Hiawaska, which Aaron Rodgers is a very known advocate for doing Hiawaska. For those of you who do not know what Hiawaska is, it is basically like DMT. You <laughs> go and you have to be around like um, a shaman. Is that what they're called, like, oh, type deal? Of course Aaron Rodgers does this weird shit. Yeah, but so I'm watching the video of Lazard score, and he wasn't pouring out Kool-Aid. He was pouring out Hiawaska. <laughs> he pours it to a few people and Rodgers, and three of them fall down because it does make you trip. So, like, three of the Packer players fall down, and then you see Rodgers, and he's going like this, like, doing a trippy hand signal thing, and I was like, holy shit. They just did a ayahuasca celebration for that. Alan Lazard deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for that touchdown celebration alone. Loved it. 10 out of 10. Um, other than that, yeah, Rodgers owns the Bears. It, it is what it, I thought it would be. No surprises there. Fields threw like 11 passes for 70 yep. yards and a pick. And it, it just felt like after the Bears beat the Niners that they were probably going to lose this game. Green Bay did let it get a little interesting with the like back-to-back fumbles. At one point, the Bears yeah. capitalized with that, and it was like, eh. Fields got stopped on fourth and goal where it was like, I think he was in, but they didn't have the video evidence to prove it. So thank God they called that he wasn't in. I thought his knee was down. Right? 
Oh no, not that oh, one. Not the that not, one, not the that fourth one. and goal where they do the QB yes, dive. Yes, yes. Okay, I was saying his knee was definitely down. Yeah, right. on that one, knee Sorry. was down. Yeah. But yeah, on the QB dive when they were showing the replay, when they kept circling where they thought the ball was, it would have definitely been over the goal line. Yeah. But you couldn't see it exactly. So thank God for that because I had Green yeah. Bay in the ten. And they were saying it wasn't conclusive, but to me and you, it looked. Like, when are we going to do... I mean, we've been talking about this for years. When are we just going to stick a freaking microchip in that football and have a sensor to when, you know, when does it cross the plane? I, like, was, I was listening we, to... This is 2022. Yeah. We have the technology for this. I was listening to PMT today, and that was exactly their same take. They said, why can't we have a sensor in the football exactly. to show this? Exactly. I mean, there's a few... Years. I think, like, tennis, they have a chip in the tennis ball for certain spots or whatever, and... I think there's a few sports that have like that technology kind of going yeah. with it. We we need that in in football. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but I'm almost for sure. Um, right now the Bills Titans are playing. Bills are up seventeen seven. Eagles are up seven nothing on the Vikings. And that was week two of the NFL. I think. Baseball? A little baseball action? You know, I, I said that last week, and we're getting a little bit closer to the postseason, but we're still a couple weeks out. I'm a Braves fan, so not many of you can relate. I know there's maybe maybe I, a few of you. Spencer Strider was the fastest player to get to 200 strikeouts, though. Just beat Randy Johnson's uh, record from 01. So Shout out that. Yep, love to see it. He's been a godsend for my Braves. And, I mean... I think we'll probably wait a couple more weeks on baseball. Yeah, I need to see. The only baseball big news going on for me is I saw Aaron Judge did not turn down rumors that he might look <laughs> to go to the Red Sox. I, I don't think that's a chance. I think it's more of a money ploy. But, hey, he didn't say no. There's yeah. still a chance. Yeah. And as, I mean, some of you guys might not know this, but I uh, do have an AL team, and it is the Red Sox. So, I'm a bigger Braves fan, obviously. But. Yeah. I do claim the Red Sox in the AL, so we can talk about that. Too. There we go. One love. It's like that meme of our hands coming together yeah, as united type shit. Um, I think Dylan has a fun game for us, hopefully. I, if not, I have something. I was looking. This, this isn't as fun. It's kind of more of like, a, can you tell me? It's kind of more of a humble brag for something. Not a humble brag, but you'll, on, you'll see. You'll see. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Sorry, everybody. Okay. It's kind of more of a trivia thing. Most recent seasons throwing 10 plus INTs. I'm going to give you a quarterback and you tell me the last year they threw 10 plus INTs in a year. Tom Brady. Last time he threw 10 plus. Oh. Sorry for the crickets. Um, <laughs> I should know this, right? Mm. I'm going to say 2006. 2006, okay. Okay, I got it. Wow. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, you want the answer? Oh, yeah. Let me give you the answer right away. 2021. Oh, last year? Yep. Okay. It didn't even, didn't even cross my mind, but... Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Never? Has 20, he? 2021. Last year? Yep. God, I'm a terrible fan. Lamar Jackson. Uh, 2021. Correct. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we just went with the theme there. 
Patrick Mahomes. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. God, you okay? Now you're just tricking me. Yeah, I, I had to. I had Is to it throw, all of them? No, like, I, uh, we'll see. I, I kind of had to throw those first ones first. Uh, Matt Stafford. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one. Jesus, man. <laughs> I guess I just, just don't remember. Like Justin Herbert. Um, twenty twenty one. Correct. <laughs> Joe Burrow. God, there's no way it was 2021. <laughs> but yes, it was because he didn't play. Yes, so 2021. He did not play his rookie Correct. year, so it had to be. Correct. <laughs> Dak Prescott. Oh, 2021. Correct. <laughs> you can't even breathe right now. <laughs> Derek Carr. Oh, 2021. Correct. Kyle Murray. 2021. <laughs> Correct. I just I I saw this I saw this graphic and I wanted to. See, I did not. I'm laughing because obviously you guys know I didn't see it because I'm laughing because not probably a whole lot of people saw it, but I just wanted to see how long it would take for you to realize it was all 2021. But uh, the last one, Aaron Rodgers. I did have one more. <laughs> <laughs> it was not 2021, was it? Uh, I don't There's been a theme. No, he would have not won the MVP like that. I thought he went like 37-2 and two last year or something crazy. Uh, 2020. 2010. Okay. See, I knew that. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fine. It was a little... Oh, 2010, he won the Super Bowl then. Yeah. Huh. It was a little... Uh... It was a little Rogers humble brag for me to throw that in there, but then I also wanted to just see how long it would take for yeah. you to be like, well, holy no, shit, no, all I, of these are 2021. No, I knew he won the MVP last year. Somebody fact checked me. I think it was 37 touchdowns, two INTs. So. I wanted to almost mind. I was pretty confident in that. I wanted to mind fucking throw him in the middle, so then you were like, oh man. But then I go and say 2020. I mean, he won the MVP that year too, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. whatever. So that was just my fun little humor of a little game there. What, what did you have? I, I was just going to do some bullshit trivia, too. I mean... Yeah, lay like, it on. Yeah, I mean, you brought it, it. It was seriously just me, like, Googling NFL trivia and clicking the first, like, one to two links that pops up. Hey, if you know me, Q, and Logan, when we did our trivia all last year, that was basically how we got our trivia. Sometimes I would stumble upon a Twitter thing like I just did with that Rogers uh, but most of the time, I just googled random bullshit. Okay, like that. we'll do a few of these. So, who was the first player drafted in the first NFL draft? Nineteen thirty-six was the year. If that helps. Not a fucking clue. I, I got multiple choices. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So the there's Don Hudson. Okay. Bart Starr. It wasn't Don Hudson or Bart Starr. I don't think. Sammy Baugh. Or Jay Burwinger. Jay Burwinger. That is correct. Yeah, okay. Drafted by Philadelphia. Boom. Then sold to the Bears. Jesus. That got weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one's a little easier. I know this one without even having to see. In 1993, what NFL team <coughs> made offseason trades for Joe Montana and Marcus Allen? KC. Yes. Don't even need to, yep. Yep. Okay. What team? Damn. 
Diggs just caught a 46 yard touchdown. Wow. I need to check that fantasy score. Screw you, Ronnie. <laughs> uh, what team was originally named the New York Titans? Ooh. What's the multiple on that? Okay. The New York Titans. Tennessee Titans. New York Jets. New York Giants. Or Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think it was Kansas City. Was it the Jets? Yes. Oh, shit. I'm 3-0. Okay. Who was the first player to rush for 1,000 yards in a season? I'm going to need the multiple choice. Of course. Joe Perry, Jim Brown, BD Feathers, Steve Van Buren. I'm going to go Jim Brown. Damn. That's what I would have chosen. I, I felt like that was the most yeah. logical, but I felt like it was one of those sneaky ones where it wasn't going to be Jim. It is BD Feathers. I wasn't going to guess him either. I was going to guess the last guy. 30, 1934 did it on 119 carries. 119 carries? Yeah. Holy. 8.4 average. That's not bad for 1934, yep. I guess. Yep. Um... We'll do one last one. Yeah, month. hit me with one more. Gotta end on All of these are really easy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to something. Okay, this one's fun because it's kind of football related, kind of not, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer to it. What Motown singer tried out for the Detroit Lions in nineteen seventy? And you can choose from okay. Marvin Gaye, Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson. Or Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Motown singer tried it. Out for the Lions in 19... Okay, it's not Stevie Wonder. I would think not. <laughs> Who were my other options there? Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson. It almost seems like it would be Smokey Robinson now of all those guys that you listen. <laughs> Let me go with Smokey. Uh, I believe it's Marvin Gaye. Is it Marvin? Yes. Damn it. Let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Man, I felt like... It is Marvin Gaye. I felt like he might be too soft for football with a let's get it on shit. Yeah. Hell of a jam, though. No knock on that, but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed a little trivia. It's always good. Yep, and that's that's what I got for you. I know that was kind of some bullshit for you listeners, some filler stuff there, but... It was my mine was basically the same year over and over again until I could go about Rogers. It is what it is, but it it's something for the people. Are you not entertaining? <laughs> Vikings are at the one. Uh, please pray for my plus three bet. Trying to go ten and zero. Uh, stay tuned. I I hit up the group chat about doing another pod this week. As of right now, I don't think Friday's going to work, so I don't know if we're going to get one out. Uh, besides this one, but if not, we got one out here for the people. Glad that you came by again, Pig. Yep, thank you for having me. It's been a lifesaver to get some content out during these troubled times. Uh, Hopefully hopefully we can steer the ship with that, and even then you can still come on when it's the three of us if you want, if we're here, or whatever. But um, until next week, I think we're out of here. Peace!